Red light is on, brother. You're listening to the How's the Ground Taste podcast, where we discuss everything from gaming to pro wrestling and sports, and our weekly nostalgia kick. We hope you're ready, because here we go. Welcome to the How's the Ground Taste podcast. I'm your host, Darian Heath, the 4-4 of 6-2, your 70.97 percenter, and today I am joined by my my fellow host, Abram Bubba Wallace Walker. Bubba Wallace. What's <laughs> going on, guys? Taking a break out of my extremely busy schedule. You know, Very casual today. About, about 450 left turns I did yesterday. Did you win? You know, I didn't. You know what I did? I went home and I cried about it. <laughs> and it Just felt like very the rest good. Of America. So we're going to start this podcast off with a nice little hot take, though. Um, are you ready? Let me hear it. Yep, that's the hot take. Anyway, uh, did you see any news this week? <laughs> oh, man. There's been quite a bit of news. Less about the games and more about the industry at large. We were talking earlier about the new Xbox Game Pass Core. Man, I love these names. They're getting so long, so complicated. But for $10 a month, you can just basically have Xbox Live Gold and a selection of games to play from the Game Pass. Well, it's like these names are getting long, but there's no girth to them. You know what I mean? And Link ain't just the... Well, I understand what the whole point of the... At this point, I don't see why it's not free to play games on no matter if they're paid or not. If all the free to play games are free to play multiplayer, it makes even less sense that a game you buy can't be paid. I mean, excuse me, played for free online. That, you know, I I just, it's Xbox's fault. It started, it started with Xbox live because that was the first paid online service for consoles. And True. then everybody adopted it, and now look who's... True. It's it's Xbox's fault, because PS3, you didn't have to pay to play online. PS4, you did. Right. It's stupid PS2, Xbox. PS2, you didn't. Stupid Xbox. PS2, you didn't. you didn't. I think for the, what, the Dreamcast? Had some rudimentary online play, too, and you didn't. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But Xbox, you know, they, they do do some good things. Uh, like, they... Well, I guess it's more Activision, but if that deal goes through, it'll all be the same. But on Xbox, they have uh, fixed the servers for some old Call of Duty games, and you want a little statistic. I saw that. Good. There are more people playing 10-plus-year-old 10, 10 games, Call of Duty games on Xbox right now, than there are people playing Halo Infinite and Battlefield 2042 combined. I believe it. So they're, they're just They're not good games. There's no way around that. But they're, they're not good. They're but serviceable. Just good. on Xbox, though, that's 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 ridiculous, man. There's a whole because the PS3 service stuff have been up this whole time. It. I'm gonna tell you. Why would I play Halo Infinite? Um, it's fun, right? It's it's a serviceable game, but the customization is very limited. The custom modes are barely catching up to games that are 10 years older than it. So, and those games are readily available to play, you know, through the Master Chief collection. <clears throat> we look at Call of Duty. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. You know, we both have played that and we've enjoyed 22, uh, 2022, right? It's a fine game. I don't even want to call it a great game because I, I don't think there's been a great Call of Duty since... 2012, in my opinion. Maybe even what 2014. Game was, 2012? was that Black Ops Black 2? Black Ops 2. It was. I mean, I, and I really liked Advanced Warfare. I mean, it's all opinion. I really liked Advanced Warfare. That was 2014. And you know what? I really liked Modern Warfare, the reboot in 2019. I actually, that I mean, that pulled me in. And the, just the graphics, the new subtle nuances in the firearms and how they worked, how the ballistics worked. That was fun. Two just feels like more of the same. So we were just talking about Warzone and Warzone 2. I don't... 
Warzone 2 is fine. Warzone 1 was fine. DMZ is fun. I I don't know. I think the nostalgia kicks really hard, really strong for a lot of people because I I didn't grow up playing Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, and Black Ops 2 on the multiplayer in its heyday. Call of Duty 4. I didn't play those. Well, Just see, like I didn't I play did. Halo 3. I didn't play Gears of War 1 and 2 and 3. So my frame of reference is very different than the people who get to experience those mm-hmm. in real time like you. What's better? I don't know. What you prefer? It's going to be very different based on each person. Okay, we got to talk. We got to think about it. Some kid is playing. You know, when Modern Warfare Two came out last in October, that might have been some some kid's first Call of Duty. Every single year, there's going to be one kid's first, right? So, in ten years, whenever they're doing Call of Duty, uh, you know, retirement home. This kid's going to go, man, Modern Warfare 2 was the, the OG. And someone's going to be like, yeah, it was. Don't you remember, uh, you know, so-and-so in, in, like, the story campaign, you know, with Shepard this? And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the one, you know, the ne- the other one that had ghosts you're fighting a cartel. And they're like, what? So, you know, at that point, it's just going to be nostalgia versus nostalgia. And that's, that's dangerous, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at Star Wars. That's my biggest example for nostalgia battles prequels versus original and i think it just depends on what you grew up love. with it's what you grew up with because for some kid for the it's like for me i know the prequels they were my star wars they were new it was exciting so watching it as an adult yeah the movies aren't that great by themselves but the experiences i've had with them were fantastic so i do not care i will not go these are pioneers in the uh halls of cinema nope <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. You know what I mean? I didn't say that. I didn't say these. this movie could win an Oscar. No. <laughs> but I love them. Episode 1 is still my favorite Star Wars. It's like hands down considered the worst Star Wars movie ever. I think I think Episode 3 is the best. I'm not going to but Episode maybe 3 is great. Maybe because I saw that uh, in theaters. Or it could be because the game was just that dang good. Well, yeah, I think those prequels spawned the best Star Wars games ever. I'll say that. Talk about a hot take, which is probably not a hot take. And I don't want to sit here and be the the 2000, the odd simp that I am and go, Star Wars Battlefront 2 2005 was the best video game of all time. Like Star Wars video game. I mean, it kind of is. What about Knights of the I, Old Republic? You know... I've barely gotten to that. It's something about Bioware RPGs. They're really awesome, but not my cup of tea. But to I respect honest, them. I, I've never played it either, but I just know people talk about you it. You wouldn't a like lot. it. You wouldn't like it. You it's just, very All right, Bubba. It's very rigid. Yeah, you would. It's not it's a very rigid game. Like you have to like RPGs at their core. You have to like math. Let me say that. if you don't like math, you wouldn't like it. It's like I Dragon love, Age. If you don't I like math, math. You like... I do a fraction as part of my intro to the show. Uh, okay, yeah. but we're not talking about fractions. We're talking about decimals. 70.97%. That's, that's a decimal, Bubba. Listen, Ace. So, well, it, I'll be excited to see oh, you stream the remake. It'll probably it got canceled. Be... <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, I'm, I'm messing with you. Oh. It probably will be because you said it. <laughs> EA is just waiting for a reason. Like, hey, some podcast said it was canceled. We gotta go through. <laughs> hey, did you see it. that? Um, that the they are advertising EA Football Club or FC, whatever they're calling it, since they lost e- the license with FIFA. Yeah, I did. What a! I, I thought that was a rumor. I didn't know it was confirmed, but man. I thought it was a slap in the face when uh, FIFA said we're looking for a an authentic experience from a from a real developer. I said, "Ooh, man, FIFA when they come to come how hard, they dog, s- and they came hard at damn EA, bro. Just did them." But you know how much money EA has made them. Like I don't even have a dog in a fight for the games. I played them and they were fine soccer games, but that I think is in the modern era. Besides Fortnite, what, the most single, most profitable franchise in the world? Like, seriously. Grand Theft Auto. 
<laughs> okay, maybe, right? They've made that billions. Just... FIFA has made... No, I'm talking about just, like, in the past... You look at five years, dude. You're, you know, you're probably right. Like, Minecraft, GTA, Fortnite, they're probably ahead. But then the, the first, like, the number one sports game is going to be FIFA. Ahead of so many others. I'd say it's ahead it, of Call of Duty. I, Do they... The ultimate team makes billions of dollars. People complain about loot boxes, but people won't stop behind them. Oh, I got to look it up. Which sports game? It's got that worldwide money. appeal. Let's see. Yep, FIFA. It's FIFA. The next best selling sports, sports game franchise is Madden. Makes sense to me. I mean, I mean, I think that's the out of sports. You have soccer or football, <laughs> then you have American football. It makes sense. And then I feel like basketball would be right behind it. I would say uh, FIFA has sold over, as of 2022, has sold over 130 million more copies than Madden since the first edition in 1990. I would say just in the microtransactions alone, it's a slaughter. You got to think of how many soccer teams there are in the world. There are a lot of clubs. Over a hundred, dude. He's I mean, I, I say a hundred, like it's a lot. I mean, every country has their own league. And then you have the world leagues, you know, together. It's that's insane. That's awesome. I mean, Manchester United alone, like their fan club, I think, is supposed to number in like a couple hundred million registered members or whatever. That's like the entire population of our country. <laughs> It, that is a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of that's, people, that's man. Of people. <laughs> so it, it's yeah. funny talk, you're talking about microtransactions, though. Like, what what are your thoughts on them? Do they bother you at all? <sighs> the principle does not bother me, right? Because a microtransaction at the end of the day is just DLC. You're just it's you're selling something, right? So. Let's like okay. How about this? Name a game. Can you get more specific so we can talk about? Because yeah, in general, they don't bother me. I would say. All right. Well, we've been talking about Call of Duty a lot. So Call of Duty, microtransactions of Call of Duty. So like this, still like Modern Warfare Two, the most recent one. They don't bother me whatsoever, man. They, I think it's absolutely fine. Um, I don't think people really should be complaining. I, I I don't know. I guess it would be nice. Here's my thing. So, right, the, what, what do you get out of microtransactions? You're getting blueprints for guns. You're getting camouflages for guns. You're getting skins for operators. I mean, hell, even certain operators themselves, right? But they're, they're so, all cosmetics. It's all cosmetics, right? So, and that's what's important because if it's something that affects the actual gameplay, it's a big deal. And I remember Warzone 1 having, like, the really dark, like, camouflage operators that would... In like low light conditions in the game could give you an advantage that would actually be camouflaged, <laughs> right? But I mean, to be fair, it was like, well, in those dark areas, almost anyone was hard to spot. You can't measure, there's no kind of quantitative aspect of the skin that gave you a gameplay advantage versus something like video games. Like, I don't know, mobile games have to be the worst offenders for literally being able to spend money on things that make you just mathematically better. Like, okay, I used to play this game Guns of Boom. Loved it on the on the phone. Probably still around. It's great. It's a little first-person shooter that runs really well, even on, like, super cheap, low, low-powered phones. You have the free version of every gun. They have the paid version with the premium currency. And the paid version does more damage. So your DPS is going to be higher. But at the same time, they got to be able to pay for the development, the servers, because it was free to play. And that's what I kind of think. Free to play is just such a, it's such like a honey trap. It's like a Venus fly trap because we all know, any adult knows there's no such thing as a free ride. So if I had a preference, would I have like a free to play game with lots of DLC or slash or, you know, microtransactions to support it or a game I'm paying 60, 70, a hundred dollars and everything is in there. I would take the give me the upfront price. I will pay it. You don't. And then you everything don't get, is in the game. You don't. That's get not that really much a thing anymore, anymore. though. Well, now say, you pay it upfront price, and then you still have them, right? You have both. We were talking about Call of Duty. 
as long as the meat, like, you know, and that's the kind of thing with uh, video games, it's kind of hard to know what you're buying. When you go to buy a car, I mean, you're getting a whole spec sheet with everything in that car. You could test drive it usually, right? Um, you can go experience it yourself. If you're going to go buy clothes, you're going to go try them on and look, right? With a video game, you can kind of watch reviews and read reviews and hope that they tell you what the whole experience will be. You know, I love shout out to game ranks before you buy because they don't it. even really they don't really tell you yes buy it or no like some traditional reviewers they just tell you as much as they can about the game to help you help inform you of maybe you'll be interested in this I would buy it if you like games like this and that's really awesome uh, that's the best you're gonna get unless they have like a you know a demo where it's like hey all access for four hours go see what you can see in the game you can see the storefront you can see this. So, yeah, I don't really have a problem with it. I don't think they're awesome. But at the same time, it's 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 ultimately a choice. And I don't have the FOMO. I've never had FOMO. Well, not okay. recently. Maybe that's not true. I might have had it when I was a kid. But I don't have it anymore. So I don't understand. The psychology doesn't work on me. If I have spent money in games, I'll say that. In Rust, I've spent not like, not like $100. But I'm probably getting, within the next few years, I'll probably cross $100 in Rust. But I've played over... 500 hours in Rust, and I got it for $4 on Humble Bundle. That, I'm still paying cents on the dollar for every hour I play. That, that's I spent money at. in Fortnite. Yeah. That's, you know, I bought, that's where I'm at with Overwatch right now. Yeah, like, so I, I don't get it. I don't understand what's the, the visceral <clears throat> hatred. Don't get me wrong, though, if they're like, you know what, there's absolutely nothing you get for playing for free. I mean, unless you really like the game, like the gameplay loop, then what are you doing playing it? Well, let me ask you, okay, so what about when the game has been released, reviews are out, there's no microtransactions, but they patch them in? You think that's shady? <laughs> they wait till they get the review scores. It's only but, shady if they tell you that. Okay. Go, or let this, you finish. This happened with Crash Team Racing. Now it's no microtransactions. Reviews came out, all positive. Everybody praising the microtransactions. A month after release, they patched the microtransactions. So something like that, I think it's scummy. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, unless... Did they break a promise? Uh, they they promised no microtransactions and they added them in. They, they say like there will never be, or they said there was none. Like There's no microtransactions in the game, which is a true statement at the time. That is kind of like the gray area where, again, I think it's scummy. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, can you... I don't know. At this point... I mean, you've been burnt that way. You'll never believe a game again, right? Like, unless they I literally won't. say this game will never have it. All the stuff will be either free or, you know, we'll have a paid expansion, like how we used to do DLC map packs with Call of Duties and Halos and such. Which, again, how do you feel about that? Because, you know, I think it's been a while since any major game has been, like, multiplayer game at least, has done content to play the game with not a cosmetic thing but like a map a gun multiplayer i don't think so only like rpgs are still doing expansions but that's single player too because you're getting you know who knows how many man hours went into like let's talk about what the, what's the phantom liberty for cyberpunk you know that seems that's reasonable to me because again first of all that was before dlc expansion packs have been around for Ever. I mean, look at The Sims. I think The Sims, they didn't pioneer it, but they took it and ran with it. The Sims 1 had like 11. World this is like Warcraft. 2003, dude. So, so you got World of Warcraft. Well, that's a multiplayer game. I mean, it's an RPG, but it's still multiplayer. Command and Conquer, everyone would have at least one to two expansion packs. And you look forward to them, too, because you were getting... You were like, I finally played through the base campaigns. I know all the base factions. And you get the expansion pack, which adds in like new sub-factions, new campaigns. People deserve to get paid for their work. Granted, no, I understand that. It's not getting paid directly to people. It's getting paid unless it's an indie company. And, you know, but look how many things in the opposite, I don't know, that have had free updates for years. No Man's Sky, right? That they could have, they could at this point be selling DLC and probably be okay. People would be like, well, you know what? They have put in seven years of content. They fixed it. Granted, you know, they started in the hole. Yes, started in the hole, but they were able to dig themselves out of it and start adding up to a mountain. I think. You know, they I fixed their th- game when it went from a five dollar bin back to full price. 
Like that's how you and know it, they and it deserves it. It's a great game. I I I don't know. It's one of those things where obviously the amount of games that we have the choice to play these days, and again, something like Game Pass. We were talking about off off the the pod earlier. I haven't had Game Pass for almost a month now. And it's been the first time in three or four years I haven't had it. Because I, I didn't get it. And it's been three years. I, I've had Game Pass since March of 2020. And it's very strange to not have it. But at the same time, I'm realizing I'm not missing the games because I never played them for depth. I had like 12 games installed from the Game Pass and I would just play a couple hours each. So now I'm like, okay, let me go. I'm finishing something. Or like right now, I'm playing Project Zomboid. And I'm like, dude, I put so many hours in this game because I'm having, I'm actually exploring a game. I kind of missed that from being a kid where I didn't have the abundance of choice. So I got to play one game, get really good, get all the fun out of it. And then by the end, I was able to move on to something new. It, it, my attention span is like recovering almost, at least in the video game world. <laughs> Instead of being like, okay, I'm going to play Battle for the Night, then Halo tomorrow, and then I'm going to play Call of Duty the next day, and then I'm going to play some. Val Valhalla, and then I'll play some, uh, you know, No Man's Sky, and then I'll go play Fallout, and then then I'll go play Rust, and then I'll go. No man, it just wasn't good. I'll go. I literally will spend more time waiting for Forza install, run two races, and then never play it again. Like what? <laughs> it's not good, man. It's just, uh, I'm happy with what I got going on. It's the attention span of people today with things like TikTok. You know, we ain't, we're not dedicating as much time into. I think mobile games started that for gamers, the attention span deficit, because oh, no doubt. every week it's a new huge hit game that's copying an, another huge hit that was more deserving of success. But Which brings us to our first sponsor, Rain Shet. Let me stop. <laughs> we could probably do a whole bit. And they'd probably be like, oh, crap, we haven't paid these guys. We could probably like trick them into um, giving us a sponsorship. That'd be great. A- not that you've. Said we wouldn't it, do that to you guys, though. We would never do that to you guys. Well, speaking of, I, I tried raid. Have anybody tried raid? First of all, please, if anybody's listening, let us know on Twitter if you tried raid because I have and it was awful. If, if they pay me, I'll try. But that's the that's the only way. I tried it. I tried it for free because of a, a deal of one of my favorite YouTubers. I was like, let me. I've seen it, so let me find out what it is. And I wanted to help my boy out, and I truly felt sorry for him because I knew. He had to be sacrificing all of his credibility. Unless he really, I mean, there's some people who enjoy those kind of games, and I'm not, I don't want to sit here and dog people for that. Cause I played, let me tell you, you know what, Darren? This is a good super casual day. I want to tell you about the dumbest game I put time into ever. The stupidest, I am capital R E, you know what comes after that for playing. I had friends tell me, oh, boo here. Why, why are you playing this? Is it ET? No, 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 no. Okay. I've never played ETX. I've watched it. No. You got you to dig it out the grave anyway. It's, it's a venture capitalist. You haven't heard of this? I've, it's on uh, mobile phones now because I played it with my son. I played it when it first came out on the computer. It is one of those idle games. I think it's the, the, what you uh, call it. So it makes money while you're not there and you spend the money back on these businesses, and there's no angle because when you beat it, there's nothing. They That game has microtransactions now. And not in the microtransactions like, oh, you can skip ahead of time and get more money. That makes sense in the game logic. It's like, hey, your little mascot guy who does absolutely nothing in the game, they have cosmetics for him now. That is, I have spent, I've, and I've never spent one dime, not one penny in that game, but I have spent my time. <laughs> so I have spent... Time, time, way too money. Long. So it is, and I'm ashamed. I'm gonna find out exactly how much time I spent on it. Don't do that. You know what? Eighty-six I'm... and a half hours. Oh my. <laughs> okay, for context, I've been playing Turnhouse Pro Skater One and Two for the PS5 since it came out regularly. I only have seventy-six hours in that. Is it, so? Is that is that time? I played game? it for a whole check. That's time in the game, dude. I played that game for a whole two shifts, two weeks of shifts. Okay, I, I can't believe like, that. I've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters since January of 2018. How many hours do you think I got in that? You got to have, let's just say, dude, you got to have over 100. 100, 115. That's the final answer. 
You ready? Ready. 97. <sighs> that That is when the game is open, folks. 86 and a half hours. That is when the game is open. And that only counts when I was connected to the internet. And, and that's as my a, fellow I, that's, host knows, I didn't have internet for a while. So That's an idle uh, game, too, which means you're actually you're not playing it more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so there we go. The most inane time waster of my entire life is literally adventure capitalist. I feel okay though because I'm pretty sure there's someone on my friends list who has more time in it than me. I'm glad I can't just get time played in my mobile games because I'm gonna tell you, Dragon Ball Z Dokkan battle would probably take the cake, probably thousands of hours to Dragon Ball. At least, but you you were an active like participant. I played that it game on toilet. I played it on work. I played it while I was driving. Played it at stoplights. Played oh, dude. I... No doubt. I mean, Clash Royale for me for a while, that was my mobile game. I've spent money on that. Like maybe 30 bucks over time. But, We're not going to get into Dokken. Uh, you don't tell me money. You ain't going to tell I, nobody, but. I, look, let's just say. If I had more, I would have spent more. Hey, I, I worked the... with someone who spent two grand on Clash of Clans in the shift. In that shit, we were working together, and he's like, "Damn, I spent two thousand dollars today." I looked over, like, "On what?" He said, "Clash of Clans." Okay, I mean, cool. whatever brings you float your boat, I guess. Sure. How do we get on mobile games? <laughs> we're t- well, I said we, we were talking about DLCs, and I got us there. But I said, "What's the game you've wasted your time?" Like, you're just like, "I wish I could get that time back." Like the dumbest game you've ever put energy and time into. It was for Adventure Capitalist. Was that for me? Because I beat it. I beat um, it. Eventually, there's nothing else to unlock. Like, you get too much money, and the, the game's like, okay. I think I ran out of numbers for it to count. <laughs> uh, it, well, it was just horrible. Well, since we're talking about scummy things like mobile games and how they take your time, have you read an end user license agreement lately? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, here's here's the the line from the user agreement for Street Fighter 6, and you tell me what sounds wrong here, okay? This is this is uh, section 10-1. Capcom provides the program only on an as-is basis, and Capcom does not guarantee the program's completeness, operational stability, suitability to the user's purpose, or any other matter related to the program. What does that sound like to you? Does that sound we like they're saying... Stop- Whenever we want. You by agreeing to this, you're agreeing that you pay for a game that doesn't have to work. Yeah. What oh yeah, is, dude. What <laughs> is this dude. is this what the world's coming to? It's I I'm not surprised one bit. I mean uh, that, everything's temporary, right? So you have to you kind that the of game just, doesn't have to work. You, yeah, gone is the day when you could just buy some, something and own a complete product. I mean, it was just like, I, I really like the Escapist, the YouTube channel, their magazine, I guess electronic magazine, but they have all kinds of different uh, authors and creators who work under their umbrella and Yahtzee, Croshaw, Ben Croshaw. They're most famous. He's the little kind of stick figure guy, zero punctuation. He speaks really fast and an angry British accent about most things. But he's very passionate about video games. He's really awesome. He's made many of his own and written many books. So he was talking about ownership the other day. Like, hey, let's go bang the drums of video game ownership. After we talked about things not having physical releases. Um, And he even brought up the Alan Wake 2 incident. And he's brought up things about Steam and how games are being delisted and relisted and delisted and like on steam when games get delisted typically you still can install them like you can't buy them anymore but you can install them but there's been cases where like no it was delisted and you can't even install it anymore which i know has happened on console like playstation network and such um and xbox um well it used to be called the arcade but the microsoft store so really you it's kind of scary that for most people, they're completely subject to the whim of the services they've subscribed to, to provide that product because truly your EULAs are just saying, 
I'm agreeing to an indefinite license, but it's an indefinite license, not in what's the other word? Indefinite means like, you know, unending, but it can end at like an unspecified date versus a permanent license. Like, no, you'll always have access to this and we have to provide you access to it. You guys see you see people all the time talking about like, oh, Valve once once Gabe Newell is retired or dead, Valve's going downhill. Steam is gonna become a hellscape. You know, that's why a lot of people are like, I don't buy anything on Steam. I buy it on, you know, good old games. I can download my own version and you can because that's what games used to be on a disc. It was just a bunch of installation files and an executable, one that would install it and the one that would run it. You know, versus now all that's handled through Steam or EA Play or what have you. So people are going and saying, now I'm cracking my games and backing up my own hard drives or my own cloud services. So that way I can have, which to me, the best way to do it would be to install them on disk, get some Blu-rays, I guess, and make sure that they can be stay protected and whatever their lifespan is, transfer them to a new copy over time. <laughs> I don't want to be a freaking like conspiracy theorist, but I own over 400 games on Steam. How about 50 that I really care about? I don't even know how to keep those 50, man. Uh, so it's 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 kind of scary. Think about how things can just fall in disrepair and you're legally like, oh, you, you paid your money. It's too late. You legally agreed to let it, or if, if the company said to let it fall in disrepair or a state of non-function, it's too late. <clears throat> it's, I think lost media is going to become a, like ridiculous because i don't know if you saw but there's a company it's like like the video game history project or something mm-hmm. they just studied 87 percent of all retro games like are just gone forever and not like just like no name titles but like big titles bro just i don't i don't know bro it's just it's gonna be there's gonna come a day where you know you're gonna be 90 years old if you make it that far you know you never know you're going to play a game and it's just not going to be there. You're going, going to be there. You're going to slay your grandkids. I played this game called. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Of, let me think of a game right quick. I played this game called SOCOM Navy SEALs back in the day, and it was a tactical shooter. Uh, but and it was so good. And I'm like, Grandpa, you lying? There's no, there's no proof of this. There's no video, nothing. There ain't no DVD cover, no C. What's a CD? What's a disc? I mean. It's like uh, it's it's sad, man. It's gonna be real sad. You know what else is sad? Lay it on me, dude. This transition to our next topic because we don't have one. So I do have a viewer question for you, though. If you want to hear it, let's hear it. Do you want to answer it? I'm going put it All on right. me. This was sent. This was sent to our Twitter at How Ground Taste, right? And it is from Mike Hunt. Okay. So, Mr. Mike Hunt, okay. he asked, if you could go back in time and experience a game for the first time, what would it be and why? Man. So, Mr. Mike Hunt, you let, we're, we're going to answer it for you, buddy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, is that it? so, does this mean I am going back in time and I'm still the same age or I'm my age right now? That's kind uh, of Mr. Mike Hunt didn't specify. So, okay. let's just say, let's just say, uh, you go. You're the age you were when you experienced it for the first time. Dang, dude, that's tough. Because I want to say, if you don't mind me going first, uh, go growing first. up, one of the one of the best games I ever played for the like. I mean, it gave me years of enjoyment. And I bet you're not expecting this, but I I didn't get to play it very often for a long time either. And now I don't play it anymore, and I can play it whenever I want. And it's just kind of like. Well, I'm an older and the magic wore off, but RuneScape, man. Oh, my God. I I was a fiend for that game. I bought, <laughs> I bought the guide from the book fair. One-handed. I w- yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I, it, it was just, that was the game. But if I could pick, like, keep my age right now, or I guess it wouldn't matter because back then it was amazing. One of those games that it doesn't play the same after playing it the first time. It's easily Breath of the Wild. I think that was single-handedly, really and truly, out of all the video games I've played, the best. This is the first time I played a game like that. I haven't played a game like it since. 
Like I've played things that have been tried to be that have tried it, like the uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. It was good. That wasn't that was more like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed with you can collect items like in Breath of the Wild and cut down trees with with oh yeah, but you can glide and you can use the magnifier. I guess it really was trying to be like Zelda, but it just it just wasn't. It just it, didn't it have any of the short. very. I mean, it's a fine game. It just wasn't Breath of the Wild. I, I think it's hands down. I don't know, man. There, I still don't think there's any other game like it. But I, it with all the systems and the the open endedness of the story. Now, I've I've known people who have really not. Well, I say no people like a content creator on YouTube, Super Bunny Hop. I love him. He very very not trying to be on purpose, but his hot take is he did not really enjoy the game at all. He's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why people think it's like a landmark in gameplay, a landmark in storytelling the way, cause it's the story is told very in a very fragmented way. And you kind of are left to piece it together yourself. It's not like, it doesn't really hold your hand much into figuring out what actually happened to the kingdom and with Ganon and whatever. Yeah. He wasn't impressed at all. And I was kind of, I really think blown clo- away. The closest you're gonna get to that is playing Tears of the Kingdom for you personally. Well, of course. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm excited to try it. What about that Switch Two though? Like, yo, maybe I should just wait for the Switch Two and see if it's backwards compatible. Because you know, there are all these arbitrate uh, arbitrations with uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. They're talking about the Switch Two is coming next year. Please. But. The only rumors I report on are the rumors that uh, Mr. Nintendo gives me because he's been right about every single one, which just blows my mind. For a man that's never on social media, old Nintendo Lee boy, he'll drop a rumor and then it gets announced like the next week. I'm like, how'd you find this out? <laughs> I don't know what his sources are. I wish I did because in this podcast, I'll probably do a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> he can see the future. All right, now, what think- about you? I think it's because he says his uncle works at Nintendo, but anyway. So this is this is a tough one because oh man, you know what? Twisted say, metal. No, no, nope. it's not twisted metal. It's probably gonna have to be oh SmackDown versus Raw two thousand six. I played that the PSP version of that a lot. I do remember that. It's just something that was. I just there's something about that game, man. It's just has GM mode. I made so many calls of Jeff Hardy, which calls if you don't know are created wrestlers. Used to be a website called Calls.ws. Had the formulas for all the body morphing, what colors everything needs you needed it to be. Which hopefully that makes a comeback with this AEW game. Since it's not community creations, but man. Just the the soundtrack, which uh, that game, so good, man, so good. That's around the time my dad quit playing wrestling games, unfortunately, but so good to me. It was the most realistic wrestling game of all time. Still holds up pretty well. Not going to lie, but probably SmackDown versus Raw two thousand six. That I think that's got to be the, that's got to be the one. That was the most like. The first Spider-Man versus Raw was good, but six <sighs> to still two K twenty three or twenty two's line, it just hits different. Did uh, did you happen to find any viewer questions? Uh, well, listener questions this week. No, I need to get in touch. I need to get back on the uh, the grind. Okay, I got a question well, for our listeners though. Anybody out there? I would love to see your answers. Which you can let what? us know at How Ground Taste on our Twitter. Yes, that's a very important part. But what is, in your idea, the most aspect, most important aspect of a video game? And I'm, when I ask this, I'm going to ask you: Do you is it being able to be able to replay it? Is it the experience it gives you? Because if you're someone who likes narrative-driven games a lot more than the actual games with gameplay, right? What connects with you and makes you enjoy a product the most? And I don't know, for some people, it might be a little bit different because some games you, I know the most narrative driven game that I had the best experience with that I straight up cried 
I, I might cry again if I played through it again, was the first season of Telltale's The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. That's a brutal game. With a brutal ending. One of the best endings. You never seen that, have you, Darren? No. And watching it's not the same. That's like the really that's the important part. You can a lot of people you love don't, to watch you don't, games. You, you you don't make the decisions. You don't get attached as much because yeah, you're not the one because a lot of the decisions in those games actually do come back. At least in that season, your decisions had a lot of weight. I think later Telltale games, that's kind of what they got away from. It became so formulaic where you could see what the narrative wanted to do, no matter how you got there had nothing to do with the beginning and the end. So there is uh, one more question. I don't know if it's appropriate for the air, but I'm going to ask it anyway. This comes from at Travis Heath 17 on Twitter. He says, since you guys talk about watching video games so much and enjoying it, why is it the podcast called the video game cucks? Well, cause I'll tell you right now, <laughs> I'm the one who's in there, so uh, that's I, why. You said I you mean, enjoyed watching, and I have too, so different oh, games. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of we're, all. We're, we're talking about video games. We're talking about video games. If you're watching while also playing, that doesn't make you a cuck. <laughs> oh, brother. This that is makes a co-op. This makes a co-op, you know what I mean? At Travis I've been watching you play games, you'll be and I play games eight. at the same time. You'll be getting a prize in the mail. No, you won't. Sometimes anyway. it's the same game. Sometimes okay. it's the same game. Oh. Sometimes we're high-fiving while playing a different game. You know what I mean? Oh, we're alpha-towering video games now? This is crazy. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Unity. You did say this is going to be a casual podcast. <laughs> All right, so I guess since... Well, uh, if anyone is going to cuck me in a game, it's going to be you. I'll say that. Hey, look. I'm good at what I do. I passed anyway. that control over. I've done it before. We both have. I mean, I remember the first playthrough of uh, the Outlast of, of Outlast was. Good yeah, times. we took turns with that. The whole family was there too. It was good. Good times. <laughs> we're talking about video games, by the way. Everybody, make sure you understand. Yeah, we're outlasting in video games. It's it's actually a pretty decent horror game. I really want to see you play. I want to see you play Alien Isolation. I really want it. I look. I have debated heavily. I'm waiting to see what this new Alien game is like before, because if uh, it uses if it uses the microphone in the controller, it's what over. Are you, what, are you talking, what are you talking about? Hold on. There's is this a new news? Alien. No, this is there's a new Alien game coming out, but I don't know if it's going to be like Isolation. But if it is, and they use the microphone wait, wait, wait. in the controller, you're not talking about the. Uh... The what they even call it? It's like a tactical. It the one just came out and it bombed because the game was terrible. It's it's almost like XCOM, but it's in real time and it's terrible. Is it Dark Descent? I want to say that's what it is. I really think that's it. I think you're right. If they do an Isolation Two and it uses the microphone on the PlayStation controller and that's how it gives me up, and I'm a streamer, it's gonna be over. It's gonna be over. We'll see. If I can catch it on sale, we'll see. We will see. But now, when you're talking about what we saw in wrestling news this week, have you seen anything? Not. Okay. I've been so, off the off the wagon. You gotta get. You gotta fill me. You fill us all in. Okay. So as of, as of the time of this recording, Bailey got hurt at a house show, hurting her knee, but she was able to walk out on her own without crutches. So hopefully, Bailey, Bailey, is fine. Uh, that one it hurts my feelings, man. Bailey's been she's main evented a WWE pay per view. Think about that. She's only main evented one. She's not like Becky, not like Charlotte, not like Sasha, but she has main evented a WWE pay per view. But, uh, I did not know that. Uh, Jay Uso, he's killing the game right now. Jimmy's out for a while, according to WWE. He's going to be gone for a decent bit. Not really sure why. Uh, there's a new Cuddy Rhodes documentary coming to Peacock, which 
the trailer looks really good, and I implore all of you to go watch that trailer. See how they cover his time on the indies, you know, his little indie promotion with his buddies. Man, that man had <laughs> it, it's amazing. I mean, so many people have made it without ever coming to the biggest stage, but to see him have come to it and left it and then come back on his own terms is awesome. Yeah, it's it, very satisfying. Let's see what else we have in wrestling news. Uh, Don Callis got attacked in New Mexico after a show. You don't know who Don Callis is. He was the Jackal back in the day. You still don't know who he is. Uh, he's He was Kenny Omega's manager in AEW, but he's not anymore. But he still is in Mexico or something. I, I don't know, man. International stuff. Fusion Thunder Liger was on AEW this past week. Ricky Starks disrespected him by snatching the Owen Hart trophy from his hands that he won. That That Ricky Starks won. But you don't disrespect the legend Liger like that. That man flew all the way from Japan, got in that setup, that full bodysuit with the mask. He's been retired like a year and a half now. And that's all he does? He gets the trophy snatched out of his hands by a rock wannabe? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know, man. When it comes to wrestling news, all I want to talk about is the AEW game, but I can only beat that dead horse so many times before it becomes a charge. Uh, no, nah, man. You go on right ahead. I mean, it's it's good to have so much fun with something. It's good to be like, I'm having such a good time. I can't stop talking about it. It's been a little while since I've had that feeling. Yeah, it's it's the most excited I've been for a wrestling game in a really long time. Like, I was hyped for 2K22, don't get me wrong. But this is a different kind of hype. Just this is a, You're right. Well, it's a breath of fresh air. I mean, you haven't had a, a, game, a wrestling game like this with the amount of, I guess, like charm and polish put into it. Maybe not charm. But the production values, you know, they're they're not the the best, but they really tried, right? Because they were, I'll say, Fire Pro Wrestling. Have you ever heard of that? I have heard of that. It's not on console, is it? It is. It is. That's something I've always read about. Like people, like this is the best wrestling game of all time. But you know, it's just so low budget. When you're having a fifty minute match in a video game, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I mean, the stuff you can do in like 50 <laughs> minutes, bro, I'm not doing it. I ain't got time for that. If I want to do a 50-minute match, I'm choosing an Iron Man match. I'm going to get I'm gonna get like 40 wins, and I'm just going to stand outside the ring until the timer's over. I mean, <laughs> but the best way to describe the AEW video game, and this is going to be my one curse word, is it is a video game-ass video game. Like, it's a video game. There's no – it's not a simulation – nothing it is a straight up video game and that's what, so makes that's what we need great. games to be we just need we games to be games like we need an arcadey football game an arcadey basketball game like nfl street come back to us oh nba God. jam can we get another nba jam please they're out there like i said they just don't have the production values and that's the the sad part you don't maybe we don't give enough things a chance because of how it looks on the outside. But it's really hard because there's so many, you know, you judge books by their cover because there's some just really awful ass books. There's my one swear. <laughs> there's some really bad games. They look bad and they play bad. There's some that look bad and play awesome, you know, but they're that that's why something like a game pass or the PlayStation plus catalog, uh, that is so handy. Cause just, you know what? I will, I will straight up a game. That's good enough. That's on one of those services that leaves. I'll go buy it. Oh, you best believe no I'll go buy it. I'll buy a game while it's on the servers and find it good enough. That's how I bought the Outer Worlds. And it's like, there hasn't been like a good arcade baseball game. God knows. I don't know. Since the show's been Wait, a thing. Isn't that a super mega uh, something baseball? If you say RBI baseball, we're it's in not the RBI. podcast. Dude, it's RBI it's just... is terrible. It's super mega baseball. It's on the Switch, the Xbox. I don't know if it's arcadey per se, but I didn't even get hit in the nuts. <laughs> so I watched a buddy of mine stream it on his clip, and boy, mm, like what happened to games picture. like the Bigs? Remember the Bigs? The Bigs. No, I don't. 
I don't know. We need like a street street ball, like FIFA. Man, what was that? Games. What was that football game where you were like breaking people's bones? You're like, oh, he'll be out for three plays. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> the Blitz is that what it's yep. called? Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Cracked ribs and a <laughs> a hematoma in his brain. Ah, uh, he'll be back in a second half. What's like the old sports games? Was it? Was it Tech Mobile where like a player get injured the ambulance and drive on the field hitting all the players out the way, <laughs> running them over to get this one guy? Uh, that's like, great, man. That, I don't know. We need we need, we we need, need games. Le- we need games less need simulations and more. Yeah, we need less Make simulations, more arcade gaming. Give me give me a zany shooter. You know, what I'm saying Call of Duty is fun, and I mean, I wouldn't say all a realistic shooter, but give me something right. more. Give me, give me Titanfall two, give me Titanfall three. Just give me Titanfall three. Which Titanfall two, as of the time of the recording, is two forty nine on, on Best Buy's website. Gotham it's, Knights two. Not Gotham Knights. Not Gotham Knights. Hold on, I said that wrong. Not Gotham yes, Knights. Yes, you definitely said that wrong. What was it? What was the uh, the Batman's versus the Joker's? What was it called? The shooter. Oh, Gotham uh, something. It was called Gotham something. What you're bringing up memories I forgot I had, man. And that was just it was so Gotham City Imposters. That's what it was. That game was awesome. Something that just didn't take itself seriously. They're out there. We just got to give them a bigger chance. Yeah, I don't. (sighs) Ah, give me. Give me some more kart racers, man. Give me Mario Kart 9 at this point. You're not going to do another Crash Team Racing, so give me Mario Kart 9, please. Didn't Nickelodeon just have a racer come out? Yeah, but... Yeah, get, give me Mod Nation Racers 2. Oh, that was a good game. That's what we... That's what I forgot make about it, that. Make, I'm looking at it right now. It doesn't work anymore because the server was shut down. So, but it's so sad. Give me Trackmania Turbo, whatever the newest one needs to be. It was going free to play. They announced it was going to be free to play and then Why? have it be funded by something strange. Like, well, there's a subscription. Yeah, there's going to be free to play with an optional subscription model. It was, that was weird. Ubisoft, like, make a good decision. That's your New Year's <laughs> resolution. I mean, X Defiant looks awesome. Apparently, I, I keep hearing I'm- about it. Uh, I keep hearing about X Defiant too, because that's like their their Call of Duty killer, right? Their 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 response to Call of Duty. We will see. I mean, they tried Watch it with it. Hyperscape to be the uh, the Warzone slash PUBG Fortnite killer, and that got shut down pretty quick. And I played it, and it was fun too. But it was also just, I'm not gonna. Go, you know what? When I want to play about a Royale instead of Apex, Fortnite, like I just named all the other ones, let me go play this. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just it didn't have enough to distinguish it. I, I want to say the, one of the best shooters I've played in a long time was uh, it's still out there too. I want to say yeah, it's free to play. Splitgate. Have you tried that? I have not. It's like Portal and Halo combined. It's awesome. That doesn't They've sound like it work at all. It, it does. You said it's it does, called Splitgate? Split gate. Yep. Portal. Everyone has portal guns and then you have regular guns and there's so many modes. It's an arena shooters arcade, but you, you're, you and your teammates can see each other's portals and see like where they go. Enemy portals. You can't, you can go through them, but you can't see the other side. So there's a good chance someone's about to line up a shot from halfway across the map. I'm looking at at screenshots of it right now. It's amazing. It's free to play and it's amazing. They stopped development on it, but it's got so much in it. You're good. Is it but they're gonna keep play? the service. It is not. Oh, I'm gonna I'm download it though. I'm gonna check it out. Download your computer, put your, put your controller in, man. I can do that. I forgot. <laughs> it's awesome. It's just it's a great game. It's things like that. Don't ask for Portal Three. We ain't getting it. We're not. Gonna get, we won't get Portal Three. We'll get Portal. What's after? What comes after VR? Because <laughs> that's what happened with Half Life Three, AR, <laughs> right? It'll be Portal something something. It'll be an AR game. It'll cost fifteen thousand dollars to play, and only eight people will ever play it. And Gabe Newell will be like, "I call that a success." It'll probably be really <laughs> good too. <laughs> it will be. 
I still want to play Half-Life Alex. I just want to pay $1,000 for the index and get a whole bedroom dedicated just to the machine. That's no, something I'm going to... I I swear, by the end of this year, maybe not the end of this year, but sometime early next year, I'm going to buy the MetaQuest 3, and I'm going to try and fight. I'm going to play a, a, a VR game. I've never done it. Do it on stream. That'll be good stream I want content. To. I really want to. I, I see so many funny... Just that seems like the ultimate I want to play around type games. Nothing too serious. I want to play something that's funny. And I, no, I do want to play something scary as hell. I want to play Resident Evil or Dead Space, something like that in VR. That new Dead and Space. Be terrified. That Dead Space remake is too terrifying for me, buddy. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. We'll but, see. No, it, no. Not no. for me. No, I, I'm, I really, <laughs> I really want the quest. I think I'll go with it. I don't like giving money to Mark Zuckerberg, but I'm going to. You're gonna have to, bro. I will. I know, and it's all right. I mean, he looks like he could beat Elon Musk in a fight too. So he absolutely would. You know that, right? Yeah. You know I he know trains that. like jujitsu. Like I... he actually places. Like people talk a lot of junk. Like there was the episode of South Park with him using his superpowers with the kids. In the street, like they're, <laughs> okay. you cannot stop my power. My power is greater than yours. You cannot stop okay. my soil. <laughs> okay, this is an off-the-air conversation. <laughs> this is super cash. This is what people come for. They come for the banter. They come for the, they come for the things that our parents would be ashamed that we talk about. Well, one of my parents listened to this because he called me out for something I said. Love you though, and then he called us video game cucks. So we got that going for us. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's about time we 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 start wrapping this up, though. And by wrapping this I'm up, sorry, I yeah. mean it's it's because when we come, we come hard, and we're coming hard with the news this week. And we hope you enjoyed it. Do you? I have hope you guys you realize. Say? I hope you guys realize that I, by default, am I am like a rated R non superstar. I'm just okay. Let me tell you right now. There's nothing wrong with a little cash. bit of edging. Well, as long as you don't cut yourself on it. Whoa! Wait, whoa. <laughs> I work with a couple folks who who uh, are part of the DDC. Okay, let me tell you this. Oh, the DDC. Know that means. <laughs> well, both of their dads are dead, so maybe you can figure oh. it out. <laughs> oh well, could be worse. <laughs> yeah, so you know they, they both talk about it. They're pretty <laughs> candid about it. Well. We had a raffle for a uh, the family of one of the racers who's sponsored by the company I work for. Um, Bubba? He, no, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say his name, but he was a he was a racer, an off road racer, and he passed away in an accident tragically. Well, I met his son not too long ago. He's a kid. He's about he's a young kid, and I think he's having a hard time. Obviously, any anyone would dealing with his father's passing, you know. But they said he used to be like really polite. He was very angry and hostile right now you know i'm not giving i'm not gonna sit here and chew him out but the first thing i thought when i saw him was we got a third member of the ddc over here like maybe they have a sit down like hello my name is so-and-so and and my dad's dead well you make it sound like it's their fault (laughs) i mean what what is what is transpiring right now i don't so that's that is what goes through my mind. Then immediately I felt so guilty and so terrible. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't think these things. Well, I'm glad you feel bad about stuff because I. But don't. my manager, my manager thought the same thing because we both. I told him and he's like, I saw, I thought the same thing. <laughs> Three guys in one building. This is a club. This is truly a club. <laughs> you tend to give out challenge tokens. <laughs> one year without a stepfather. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, before we go, is there any way we can catch you online or anything? You streaming anything? Do you want to put it out there just in case you start back? Um, I'd like to ask you why don't why don't they ever put orphans on milk bottles when they go missing? Well, because nobody was looking for them anyway. I don't know. <laughs> nobody would miss them. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna plug away. If you're an orphan and good... you listen to this podcast, <laughs> just be glad your name ain't Annie, because I'd fry you all day. You redheaded. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Super cash. <laughs> Look, if you thought we weren't trying before, here you go. 
this is the most effort I put into anything. I mean, this podcast has gone on longer than my engagement at this point. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I should call her. No, I shouldn't. That'd be a terrible idea. Um, I always said I'd get I'd do I'd do the county for you. I, if I if I saw her. I'd take that county time for you, bro. Oh bro, no. No. Trust me. There's no hard feelings there. That's why we broke up. <laughs> you know what? We're unedited this week. I'm about to click the mature rating on the podcast when I post it. All you said was most video game ass video game. We did pretty uh, well. Why'd you say okay? So anyway, you you're that crazy fool guy, right? On YouTube? If you decide to That's post right. anything. Okay. You I'm thinking catch- about it. I, I would love to see uh, if anybody loves zombie survival games. I have something that you would love to watch me fumble the bag in. What if I just turned your YouTube channel into a video on demand in my Twitch streams? That, it might be confusing. <laughs> it might be confusing for like, this is also an archive for Heath. <laughs> 4462. Over on Twitch. So, Guys, we love you. we love you so much and we appreciate you. Just make sure you follow the podcast so you can be like Mr. Mike Hunt and uh, ask us questions at How Ground. A very serious question for a very uh, you know immature name. I mean, obviously he didn't get chose. He didn't choose that name, but oh, it's funny. It's the most liked comment from him on Twitter was liked by uh, Harry Balzania. So makes me think of something good to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Lasagna. All right, anyway, guys, we're about to go, but uh, thank you for listening to the House of Ground Taste podcast. And old Bubba Wallace, Avery Mace Walker, got a question for you. Go for it. What happened?